Hello, and welcome to the Gravel Ride Podcast, where we go deep on the sport of gravel cycling through in-depth interviews with product designers, event organizers, and athletes who are pioneering the sport. I'm your host, Craig Dalton, a lifelong cyclist who discovered gravel cycling back in 2016 and made all the mistakes you don't need to make. I approach each episode as a beginner to unlock all the knowledge you need to become a great gravel cyclist. This week on the show, I'm releasing some recordings I did during the Trek Girona Gravel Tour I participated in in November. It was a great trip. I encourage you to check it out on Trek's website. And I appreciate Trek's support in getting me over there to have this wonderful experience with my friend. I was able to sit down with our guides as well as some other members of the Girona cycling community to give you a flavor for this wonderful cycling city. I hope you enjoy. Let's dive right in. All right, here we are, day one, Trek Girona Gravel Tour here in Girona, Spain. Here in the Hotel Nord, got set up on my Trek Demone bike. Not the one you'd expect for these gravel trips, but it turns out the gravel roads here in Girona are pretty smooth, and you don't need the big wide tires that I typically ride at home. So we're riding a 35C Pirelli tire on these Demone bikes. The great thing was... Sent them over my fit measurements, had everything dialed, so it was just some quick adjustments right before the ride today. We did about 25 miles today as a shakeout ride, riding along, essentially along the river, out and back on either side of the river, which was a lot of fun. We got into some single track, super smooth, not a lot of elevation today. That's going to come tomorrow where I'm excited that we're riding off to the Mediterranean. So great first day, great intro. The guides, Rafa and Mickey, are awesome. Mickey's a local here in Girona, and Rafa's from London, uh, bringing a little bit of international flavor to the trip. We've got a group of about six of us, so it's pretty easy to get, keep people together. I've got two friends from San Francisco along for the ride, so that is a joy and a pleasure. More later in the week, and I'll get some commentary, a little bit more specifics about the riding from Mickey or Rafa along the way, just to give you an idea about what to expect. It's a five-day experience here in the Jonah Gravel Tour. They've got some other options, I think, coming online next year, but super excited for the days to come as the mileage is going to creep up, and I'm told the technicality is going to creep up as well, so super excited for that. We'll see how these 35C tires on the Demones go, but I'm confident we've got the right equipment for the job. Okay, so on to day two of the Trek Girona Gravel Tour. Today we did about 60 miles of gravel, about 1,800 feet of climbing, on our way to the Mediterranean beach, the Mediterranean Ocean. We started in Girona and followed the prominent river all the way to the east. Surprisingly, the whole ride we were on gravel roads, beautiful gravel roads, Started out getting out of town on some small paths right next to the river, some real fun single track to wake you up. And then on to some amazing roads through forests. There's a lot of forests here. We were told that the trees that were being planted there were for the paper industry. They were super beautiful, tall trees lined in rows. And we just weaved throughout them until 29 kilometers later we met the van, the Trek travel van, and our second guide, Mickey, who had water refills and food and everything we needed for the second half of our ride out there to the coast, where we went through orchards, basically this incredibly smooth 
gravel road, very, very little car traffic. I think maybe we saw a few, maybe three vehicles out there the whole day, but super pleasant ride. Relatively flat for 60 miles, only 1,800 feet of climbing. We got to the ocean to meet Mickey in the van again, had an amazing lunch, and a few of us decided we were going to jump into the med. It wasn't exactly warm, but it wasn't unpleasant. It was so fun to kind of get off the gravel bike in the middle of your ride and go for a swim and play around. And one of the riders, James, my friend from San Francisco, took a nap on the beach while we were in the water, and we had to rouse him to get him back on the bike for our 45-kilometer return home, uh, adding up to, as I said, 60 miles. And no idea why I'm converting miles to kilometers and vice versa including them in the same sentences. But anyway, I'm a bit groggy from the ride. The legs are taking a little bit to get used to it, but it's been amazing. The town's been amazing. We, we spent a sunset at on the wall here in Girona next to the big church and you can see the Pyrenees and the sun was setting right over the Pyrenees. Pretty incredible second day getting ready for the third day, which I guess is a little bit more technical. I'll get some of the guides on to describe some of the terrain. excuse me, that we're going through. And uh, we'll see how the legs hold up. Day three of our Girona gravel cycling tour with Trek Travel. Today was a little bit more technical, especially with the 35C tires. We got out into some rolling farm roads and definitely off into some single track and double track. That was pretty amazing. The first 30K or so, rolling farm roads, just a little bit punchier than we've been experiencing, a little bit looser gravel. In most cases, nothing too technical on the first 30K of the ride. We had this amazing stop at Roca Corba Cycling, a new 17th century chateau kind of building that's being converted into a cycling kind of lodge and Airbnb. Pretty amazing. They took the kind of areas that used to house the cattle underneath the building and made them into kind of the bike room and a little cafe. It's a super like rustic arched arched ceilings, beautiful stonework on the grounds, this beautiful old building. It's being renovated by a couple professional cyclists, one who's already retired and one who's in the women's pro tour today. So that was really special to kind of get to tour that facility and definitely something, it's about 30 kilometers outside of Girona. So kind of an interesting place to stay. The ideal might be stay in Girona for you know four or five days and then go out there for three or four days or two or three days to just get a little bit of a different starting point. It's a little closer to, closer to some of the climbs, particularly for the roadies. So you know if you're interested in getting out and hitting some of those climbs and having a little less distance in your legs from Girona, that's a good option. Once we left there, the riding got a little bit more technical through some farms, took a lot of single track. Some punchier climbs actually reminds me of what I recently experienced at at Big Sugar in Arkansas, kind of loose gravel. Descents, definitely some loose gravel. Push the technical capabilities. Clearly, Trek has done a really good job of making routes that are going to explore different areas of your gravel cycling ability. Again, today was definitely on the more technical side, particularly if you're a newer rider, of which we had at least one in today's ride and you know you could see some of the more some of the descents were definitely making them think but everybody went through fabulously we even got to stop at the property which my one of the guides fathers owned and I'll get him on to talk about that 
a little bit, but it was great being able to reminisce with him. And he learned to swim up there. His father owned a restaurant, typical Catalan food restaurant in this really beautiful building, which was kind of cool to see. Then we rolled back into town. I'm always looking at the GPS and amazed that, you know, we could be within seven kilometers of Girona and still in these amazing forests and woods riding gravel basically all the way back into town. So another great day out there. It's interesting how they've explored. The first day was kind of getting to know your bike a little bit. Second day was that long ride out to the beach. Not very technical, but beautiful, beautiful gravel roads. Today being more technical. And we'll see what the next two days have to bring us. All right, day four at Girona Gravel. Definitely woke up feeling a little tired, not going to lie. Fourth day riding in a row with some big climbs yesterday. Got a massage yesterday afternoon, which was awesome and quite affordable here in Girona, which was a bonus. Got up this morning, got the bikes ready. We got the route loaded up. We were riding through the fields of Cassier de la Selva, known for the cork, it's cork production. So they actually, it was kind of interesting. They, the trees kind of about five feet kind of from the ground up five feet, they chop and that's the cork that they use to make cork bottles, flooring, everything. So that was super cool to see. We continued rolling through some dirt roads through there, through the mountain range of Les Gravias. And then we tackled a famous road climb called Santa Pelea, known as the George Hincapi climb for locals. This was awesome. I mean, I know we're here to talk about gravel and the gravel was great that first half of the morning, but that road climb was spectacular as well. I kind of felt like it was a bonus. Obviously, like we signed up for a gravel trip, but to be able to do kind of a famous climb, road climb was amazing. It's great gradient, fantastic descent. Right at the bottom of it, we turned up another dirt road and had a, a 12K climb to lunch. Great climb, kind of loose, actually more similar to riding I do at home than the first couple of days. So that was interesting. Got up to a church where Salvador Dali was married, had some lunch. Then we dropped down the kind of backside of that climb. But before we got to the bottom in Girona, we took another hard right and got into a trail system right above town and rode some steep descents through and down back into town. Those steep descents were very much like Mount Tam, you know, maybe 12, 15% grade going down and loose, a lot of fun. I discovered by the time I got back to town that I managed to cut the sidewall of my tire, but fortunately the sealant held and it was all good for me to roll back into town. We dropped a few people off and ended up going on an extended loop, a pretty vicious climb on the extended loop. They call extended loops for the avid riders. My legs were screaming at me, but it was a, it was a lot of fun. We were kind of just, again, in that same area going up into the Els Angels climb area, steep dirt climbs, pretty loose. We grinded that climb for a while, but the descent was a hell of a lot of fun. Pretty gentle, loose rock, but pretty easy to handle at speed, fun. And coming back into t the town the way that route did was a lot of fun. It really felt like you were kind of entering a village, not downtown Girona like we've done in some other, the, the entrances back into town. Anyway, another great day out there for day four, super fun, super varied. The team has done a really good job of kind of making each day feel different. And like many areas around the world, 
kind of directionally where you head out of town, the, the dirt and the gravel has just a different feel to it. So it's been fun to explore. We've got one more day on the official tour, and then I've got an extra day here. So we're going to do a sixth day of riding where I think we'll head back out to the Mediterranean Ocean because how, how cool is that? All right, day five of the Drona Gravel Tour with Trek Travel. Bit of a shorter day as most of the clients were leaving today. It's the end of the official tour. So our guides took us on a really fun kind of single tracky tour through a different part of the surrounding area that we hadn't visited before. Lots of fun, just kind of a great community day where we got to interact with the other riders a bit and the riding wasn't too challenging nor too long as the ideal schedule had you back by noon and getting checked out of the hotel. Fortunately, we don't have to leave today. So we decided, at least a few of us who were staying on a couple extra days, to go out and climb the L Angels road climb again. We had such a good time the day before on that climb. We thought it'd be fun to go back up. And we had some energy in our legs and a little bit of time in the afternoon to go tackle that. So we said goodbye to the other members of our tour group and our guides and headed off on a road loop. It was great. We talked about the climb a bit the other day. Just a fun group road climb. We saw a bunch of pros climbing up it, which was always fun. Got to the top, cruise back down, and put another day behind us in the books. All right, well, the official tour from Trek is over at day five. We had a couple extra days on our hands over in Girona, and you better believe we wanted to go out there and ride. Mickey, one of our guides that you'll hear from later in this broadcast, was nice enough to share another route out to the coast for us. So we, we really enjoyed that ride out to the coast. Just super satisfying to kind of hit the Mediterranean Ocean and come back over to Girona. But he had us go over some great trails on the way out and then a really, really fun road climb. Just gradual, great fun descent down into the Mediterranean. You got to the top and you could see the ocean. Just super satisfying. We sat around in a cafe for, gosh, probably an hour and a half just drinking some teas and coffees and having some snacks. We were having a great time, but we realized we needed to head back to Girona and Mickey's route had us go through some similar type of terrain that we were on in our coastal route a few days back. Those nice, long, flat, undulating gravel trails that seem to be pervasive in this area. So was super appreciative of Mickey sharing one of his favorite routes that he loves to do with his friends with us so we could get another big day in on the bike. I'll move on to day seven as I'm recording this after the fact. Day seven, we didn't have a bunch of time left, so we decided we were going to basically revisit the route from day one, some of that nice single track and double track along by the river. It was actually fun without the group, with just two of us remaining on the bikes, to kind of rip the single track a little bit harder we were comfortable with the bikes. We'd been on them for seven days at that point. So really fun to just kind of rip the single track and nail it a little bit harder, knowing that we could go as hard as we wanted because we had an overnight in Barcelona and then we were going to be on a plane saying a sad goodbye to Girona. Overall, it was a fantastic trip. Girona's a very special community. There's a reason why so many cyclists flock there. It's clear whether you're a gravel cyclist, road cyclist, or even mountain biker, that there's ample terrain every direction outside of Girona. And then the town itself is just really spe special between the old world, the old town roads and the city. 
city walls, the church walls. It was just a really great experience. Our guides from Trek were phenomenal, and I wanted to introduce you to them. So I've recorded some tracks that I'll play immediately after this commentary so you can get to know Mickey and Rafa, who were our guides throughout the week for Trek travel. I also was able to capture a little bit of audio from a few different sources. We talked a little bit about Rokokorba cycling, both the 17th century villa that's being converted into a cycling Airbnb, as well as there's Rokokorba cycling clothing, which was founded by a gentleman by the name of Mateus, who's happening to be opening his store this month in Girona. So I was able to get him on the mic. I had Andrew from the Airbnb cycling house, and then also Oscar from Castelli. Castelli just opened up a flagship community store in Girona that week. We were there as well. We witnessed a number of group rides going out from the facility. So it was great to hear what Castelli's perspective was for opening that facility. And I was surprised to learn it had had little to do with selling jerseys and clothing and bib shorts, as you would imagine, and everything to do with promoting the cycling community and creating a, yet another hub in Girona for cyclists, which brings us back to why you should all go to Girona. As I just mentioned, it's a great place to go and I highly recommend it. And I hope you enjoyed this overview of my experience there. With that said, let's jump right into those conversations. Okay, can I get your name and what you do with Trek? My name is Raphael and I'm a cycling guide for Trek Travel. And where are you from? Well, that's a good question because originally from the Philippines, grew up for most of my life, 20 years in London and now anywhere in Europe. So I'm a resident of France, but I've got to find a place to live. So. <laughs> and how long have you been guiding for Trek Travel? This would be my fifth year now guiding for Trek Travel. And what does that look like? Are you always based here in Girona or are you all over the place? We, we sort of congregate here in the beginning of the year and then come back at the end of the year. But in between, we're all over Europe. And are you leading, I know Trek travel has got many, many road tours, probably a lesser degree of gravel tours. Are you leading trips on road and gravel? For now, yeah. And we're, we're starting off gravel next year. And so it's mainly road for the beginning, but next year we're going to bring in Unpaved, which is going to be a whole gravel series. So we have a whole unit of bikes just traveling throughout Europe. And it's going to be exciting for next year. Yeah, it's exciting. I heard I heard from the, the extended team that you're going to really build out the gravel experiences for next year, which is great. I think if my experience in Girona with the gravel tour is any indication, there's going to be a lot of magical trips across Europe helping riders discover gravel all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do a lot of the road tours and I'll see just a patch of undiscovered area and I'm thinking, hey, where does that go? Or I'll be traveling along the hills and in between you're going to see these gravel patches of fire roads and you just want to go explore. And essentially that's what the guides that went into design these trips are, are want to do. They want to do that. They want to find out those roads. Where does it lead to? Can I connect these dots and see the town and where am I going to end up? Yeah, I think it's one of the things I've talked about on the podcast a lot, just the power of local knowledge. As we're following the GPX files or following you guys as guides through Girona here, you know, there's a lot of nuance, a lot of little trails that you can pop onto that would be easy to miss if you just sort of saw a heat map of the area. You might just choose the carriageway instead of the, the nice trails. So it's really cool and important, I think, 
to have guides that are local to kind of pick apart the best of the best for us to ride on. Yeah, I mean, this is what we do. We, this is what we do for fun. So on our time off, whilst we do a lot of road riding for work, on our time off, we want to go out there and ride gravel. And um, so this is why we get to know the places. We live around here and in the places that we research gravel, all we're doing is just riding and riding and riding. And then through time, just knowledge, you build up tracks in your head and you want to put that onto design and then maybe create a trip around it, find a hotel, find a restaurant, the best restaurants, best hotels to stay. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I feel that way whenever anybody comes to Marin County, I just want to show them the best of the best and the, not the most obvious trails, but the, the ones that only the locals know. Yeah, you want, you want to share it. I mean, it's, it's more fun. You know, riding uh, gravel, it's more fun with people, friends, and random people that you meet up on the trails as well. Yeah. When we, were, when we first arrived during the week and you were giving an overview, you were talking about kind of the progression of routes that we'd be doing during the week. I thought it was very interesting, like the thoughtfulness in, in how you guys conceived of the routes and the, the relative challenges, whether they be distance or technicality. Can you talk about, you know, if someone's com- coming into the, one of the spring trips for the Trek Travel Girona Gravel Tour, what would, how would you describe it? Well, so, well, there was no brief in the beginning. So actually when we rode this for the research, we rode 500 kilometers in five days. And it looked like a picture of a lung with all the trees of just dead ends. But once we put it all together, we decided to, okay, day one is a bit of an introduction. Let's get you used to the the surfaces, the mixed surfaces, but we're going to keep it flat. And on the second day, we're going to add on a little bit of fun just to make sure you have the endurance for gravel because it's a lot of work. You know, you're doing a lot of cadence and mind work as well, trying to figure out what's coming up. And then day three, we add technicality. Now we're having multi-surfaces, soft sand, big rocks, technical climbs and technical descents, which, you know, your wheels dig in, you got to react to it. And then we put all of that together for the fourth day where you pick up all the skills that you've had and we put it all in the fourth day for you to enjoy. Yeah, right on. And can you talk about the bikes that people are offered for this trip? Okay, for this trip, we are currently running Damani 2019 SL7. So it has gravel wheels on it, 35 millimeter, and it's just fun. That's what it is. So it's, it's not an all out gravel bike, but it tests your limits on this ride and you get electronic shifting. So when you really need that gear on those technical climbs, you're going to get it. Of course, you got to prepare for it, but you're going get, to get the gears. Yeah, when I first saw that that was the bike spec, I mean, it almost immediately had me thinking of more the trails that we took out to the coast when the carriageway, the, the, you know, the reclaimed rail line. Right. But at the end of the day, like now four days into this trip, you're pushing the limits of these bikes and it's been a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, it, I really do think it's one of, it's a kind of the perfect bike for this situation because it did everything you needed to do. If you were ever on the road, it felt snappy and lively and it could withstand some of the bu- abuse we were putting it oh, through yeah. today. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, these, these can do rock gardens and uh, slick rock on, yeah. on good terrain, good weather. These bikes are perfect around Girona. Of course, you know, you can always go wider, you can get flat bars and you go, what is your oyster when it comes to gravel? I mean, you ask anybody, what is gravel to you? And they'll give you a million answers depending on who you're talking to. So every, everyone's got their preferences. And next year, you know, who knows, we have wider checkpoints next year and it's, it's going to cater up to 50 mil tires and yeah. it's going to be amazing. So we have a sneak preview. We have a few in the warehouse at the moment in 
and we're, we can't wait for next year at a checkpoint. Yeah, I think, it, I mean, a checkpoint's obviously like going to be a little bit more versatile and you can imagine the opportunity if you have a rider on day one that's seeming a little nervous and maybe you spec it with a 40 to begin with and maybe you swap out the wheels and maybe you put uh, him or her on 50 millimeters just to give them additional comfort. And who knows, maybe it's even for day four, we put you on 50 millimeters because we know it's going to be kind of more challenging, technically speaking. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And we're going to, as guides, you know, we're going to test ride these. We have a few in now and we're going to have fun and check it out. So the checkpoint with all this capability, it's going to be more forgiving. And hopefully you get more people coming in and not be so scared about gravel and check it out and try try something different from road riding. Yeah, for sure. As someone who didn't grow up in Girona, what have been some of your favorite things that you've discovered in town? Oh, you know, last night was probably one of the best nights ever because it was random. Mickey invited me down to the Castelli ride and we did a night gravel, which is mm -hmm. absolutely epic. Like, it's add just a different layer of difficulty, not seeing too far around and the group dynamic and, you know, getting to know people and just absolute blast. Yeah, we were more than a little jealous that we didn't have <laughs> lights with us and our legs were probably cooked enough that we shouldn't go for another ride, but we probably would have been excited to do so. Craig, maybe next time we're going to invite <laughs> you around. Exactly. Outside of Girona, since you've done Trek travel trips in a bunch of different places, what would be like one other trip that you'd recommend, gravel or road, either way? Oh, that's it's like choosing between your children, really. Like I adore all the trips and, but for me this year, the classic climb of the Alps, it's so stunning. It's beautiful and it's challenging. That's one of my favorite trips. And what, what classic climbs, if you can recall, some of them are yes. on that trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we start in a place, La Clusa and the first ride you're doing Cordilla Coiffre. Okay. And, oh, sorry, my mistake. Yeah. Cordilla Coiffre. And it's a, it's the first day and already you're getting like 1500 meters of elevation in a 55 kilometer ride. So it's just day one and you're already getting straight up. Okay, we're here to climb and we're going to go all out the whole week. Nice. Um, of course, we, we do the epic outdoors at the end of the trip, sort of the icing on the cake. And so that's the last climb of the, of the trip. Yeah, it's certainly nice for anybody who's been watching the tour to come over and knock off any one of those climbs or a bucket list climb. Yeah, it is. It is a bucket list trip. I was fortunate, fortunate enough to climb outdoors on the TDF day in 2022. And the atmosphere there is unbelievable. Just the crowd cheering you on. It, it just gives you an extra beat and you're just yeah. hammering up the hill just because of the people cheering you on. It's absolutely yeah. epic. And then, of course, you get more quieter climbs. So outdoors is a great climb, but like Col de Glandon, is not celebrated enough for just serenity and it's it's still challenging it's 21 kilometers and uh, but it's a good it's a good climb uh, yeah it's underrated in my opinion that's Amazing. my favorite call awesome yeah. i love your passion for yeah. it thank you <laughs> cool and i again i wanted to thank you for all your help this week it's been great getting to know you and riding with you if it's if it's unclear in anything we've said before each day we've had one of these guys riding with us and so one person's in the van and we've got one person on a bike with us so we've had good camaraderie and lots of miles to get to know one another. So thanks again for everything this week. Oh, thank you to, to you guys, because without you, we wouldn't be here. And it's an absolute pleasure to be guiding you around here. And it's so fun just doing it on gravel. Cheers. Thank you. All right, sir. Can I get your name and what you do for truck travel? 
Yeah, so my name is Mickey, Mickey Reda, and I'm one of the guides of the Trek Travel Girona Gravel. And not only are you one of the guides, you're a local here in Girona. Yeah, I'm local. I'm born and raised in Girona, and I'm very happy to have you guys here in Girona. Let's, let's actually start with that. You've been in Girona your whole life, as you just said. What's it been like growing up here? How has the town changed? And as cycling has become more of a hub, how has it been infused into Girona culture? So I would say cycling has always been a part of Girona. I remember as a kid going to a bunch of mountain bike races with my brother. Probably I did my mountain bike race, my first one, when I was like six years old. And then, yeah, after that, it's just, it's been growing like crazy. And I remember probably about eight years ago, as one, it, it just went insane. Like all the pros started moving here and somehow it created a community that is just like a magnet for other cyclists anywhere in the world up until the point that now I would say Girona is the cycling capital of the world. What is it about the roads and trails around here that you think attracted them, people to Girona? Obviously, you've given us a great sample these five days of what the gravel has been like, and it's been spectacular. We've touched on some of these roads. I'd just like to hear in your words, what, why do you think everybody's coming here? So I would say Girona has everything you are looking for in cycling or anything related to cycling. The weather is good all year round. It's true we have a rainy season which lasts for a couple of weeks or a month. We have a very few weeks in summer which is very hot in very few weeks in winter which is very cold but the rest of the year is incredible it has an endless options of road riding if you want to ride to the pyrenees you can it's a long ride but you can actually do it if you want to ride from girona to the coast and do a nice short loop short ish you can do it if yeah i would say in girona you could be riding for almost a month and you would never repeat a single ride yeah i believe it i mean just from sampling it for this week For sure. And I mean, I think it's great that you've got flat options. You've got hilly options. I think today we were up on kind of the local climb you would probably do after work. You guys were up on Los Angeles, which is, I feel like it's just incredible to have a climb like that starting at three kilometers from the center of Girona. And yeah, it's, it's a long climb. It's about 10 kilometers. And on top, you get views of the Pyrenees. You get views of the ocean, well, the sea. Yeah, I feel like we are very lucky in yeah. here. Yeah, I feel like it's like probably one of those climbs that every local athlete knows their exact time to the top. Yeah, I would say that the people's fitness, you always ask what's their time up Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, that'll tell you if you're a compatible yeah, exactly. rider with them. So let's talk about the the Trek Girona gravel tour. I think you had a hand in a lot of the mapping, being a local and figuring out all the routes. How did you go about kind of, I always say whether it's an event organizer or a tour, it's almost like a love letter to your community and your trails, right? You're trying to, you've got guests coming in from out of the country or out of the area and you want to show them the best of the best. How did you go about thinking about the, the trails and roads we were on? The thing about this trip is that I had I had to think that I couldn't make it super intense because sometimes we're taking guests that they're not super experienced on on gravel riding or they just come from the road. So I couldn't make a trip very technical. Well, as you guys saw, we have a few avid options after 
the look we do every day, which are a little more technical. But yeah, I feel like I've, I was really happy when they actually said, hey, Mickey, do you want to give us a hand with this trip? Because it's Girona. I'm, I'm, that's where I started riding and I love gravel riding. So actually my favorite ride of the trip is the one where we go to the coast. So we started in Girona, it's super flat. We actually did an incredible day, it was super sunny. And we stop at the at the sea, and yeah, we have lunch by the sea. Then after you guys went for a little swim, and then we rode back to Girona. We tried to stop at the brewery, which was unfortunately closed that day. But yeah, I just think it's. I, I was very happy when Trek Travel said, "Hey, do you want to give us a hand on this?" Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's it's sort of. You know, I imagine Trek Travel draws a lot of road athletes yeah. onto their trips. Yeah. So I think. It is very approachable, but definitely had moments where you needed some skill. Not, you know, I think for more experienced gravel risers, riders, there was there was no fear. It was just fun and exhilaration. Yeah. But for a couple of the newer riders, when they were going down the looser descents, they were probably a little bit scared, but exhilarated when they got to the bottom. Yeah, but I don't think it's it's nothing crazy we haven't put anything on this trip which would be like dangerous or scary for like total beginners we've had in track travel we we classify riders in four levels four being the the most expert and we've had people on this trip they're like level twos and they've loved it they've loved the descents they love the riding yeah i think it's it's got a great balance of hardcore and not hardcore so yeah yeah it's super interesting i mean we we sort of weave through the farmlands and into little villages. And it's been a real pleasure to kind of pop out of some woods and go through some, you know, 17th yeah. century buildings and then back out onto some trails. It's, it's, it's super fun. So, and that's the thing about Girona, right? So everyone thinks Girona is for road cycling, but as a local, I'm a hundred percent sure that there is actually a lot more gravel riding than there is road riding in Toronto. Yeah, I believe you. I mean, I think within four kilometers of town every day, we've been on the dirt. Yeah, the extension of like farm roads and yeah, just unpaved roads. I mean, I'm not talking about single track. I'm just talking about like real, what I like to call the real gravel, which is smooth and fast. Yeah, you were telling me about that railroad line that used to go from the, yeah. the sea to the Pyrenees and now it's all a gravel road yeah right? so i would say it's about 50 years ago when they removed the the train line the well the railway which there was a train that went from san falu de Gishuls, which is one of the towns on the coast and then it ran all the way up to ulot and now yeah they just removed the whole railway and they laid gravel on it and it's just an incredible it's it's actually a bike path so on the weekend it's going to be full of kids on yeah. bikes and yeah the extension to the via verde which that it's included on the via verde is just incredible how many kilometers do you think that that trail is it's over 100 kilometers that's amazing i mean to be able to cruise i mean i'm relatively flat presumably until it gets to the pyrenees side yeah it's totally flat well since a train used to yeah be on it so they made sure it was super flat for it yeah miles and miles and miles going back to the community in Girona, what are some of your favorite kind of if a cyclist is coming to town what are some of the go-to businesses they should visit so if a cyclist comes in Girona, 
I would say most people, they would come here for about at least a week. So you're going to have time to visit all of them, which they are all 100% worth visiting. But there is a couple of places that you should 100% go see if you're here for a short period of time. One of them being a coffee shop called La Fabrica, which it's only open in the mornings and lunch. So it's, it's the perfect place to do brunch. Yeah, quick, quick aside, I literally ran into someone I know know from the United States today, and they told us to go have brunch yeah. at La Fabrica. So La Fabrica is owned by Christian Mayer and Amber Mayer. He was, well, he's a, he's a former pro, and yeah, they were the pioneers in Girona. So they were the first ones to open a coffee shop, only focused for cyclists, of course, for everyone, and now it has become like a super great like it's it's a tourist attraction right now but that's what kind of triggered the whole cycling movement in Girona okay so La Fabrica and what's the second La Fabrica one? they also have another coffee shop which is only for coffee which La Fabrica is more like brunch and food the other coffee shop is called Espresso Mafia which is one minute walking from La Fabrica and that's basically where Christian roast the coffee and then you can drink it at Espresso Mafia. And then another place you should go visit in Girona. Well, mid-January, Trek and Trek Travel is opening the first Trek store in the world, which is going to have Trek Travel inside of it. And with a rental fleet, we are going to be the biggest, as in space, we're going to have the biggest bike shop in Girona which it's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting. And then finally, what's one sort of cultural place within uh, Girona that a tourist should visit? The whole old town itself. If you go to Girona, I highly recommend getting a walking tour of the old town because you're really gonna see what our culture is here and how it was in the past. And everything around the old town is just, it's just incredible. Yeah, that's fun. You recommended we go up onto the wall for sunset, yeah. and we we missed it the first night. The second night, we we made it up there. We may have had to like cl- randomly climb over a fence to make it there in time <laughs> because we couldn't find the way up. But we got there, and it yeah. was spectacular with the view. Is that the Pyrenees that you're looking yeah. at out there? Yeah, you get to see the Pyrenees. You get to see a bunch of things, and yeah, there is a a restaurant called Albistrot which is in one of the steps. Well, there's like, Girona has 200 million cathedrals. <laughs> in one of them, on the stairs, there is a restaurant called Albistrot, which they actually film Game of Thrones there. And the terrace of the restaurant, it's actually on a little like flat section that it has on those stairs. And I think it's a really cool location. That's super cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for all the hospitality this week. It's been great to getting to know you and the local terrain here. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. All right. Can I, let me get your name and let me know where we're at. What's this beautiful place? So my name is Edward Green. I'm the guest, the general manager slash, I don't know what, at Rocker Corpa Cycling. So we are a cycling tourism business just outside of Girona in a town called Banyoles. We are based on a 17th century Catalan estate or Masia as it is in Catalan. And we are basically trying to be a boutique hotel with some villas attached, which is exclusively for cyclists, road, gravel, mountain, whatever you enjoy on two wheels is, is what we want to do. And how far away from Girona are we? 
So we are currently 18 kilometers from Girona or 10 or 11 miles, depending on country and about a 30 to 45 minute ride, depending on, on how you get to us. Can you describe where we are in, in the villa right now? So we're downstairs basically in what used to be the old like area for the animals. So we've got some troughs around us, but we've done huge renovations to basically create our cycling dungeon down here. So we've got beautiful old vaulted Catalan ceilings, rustic concrete floors, beautiful stonework, and then cycling history all around us with some beautiful frames, cycling jerseys, good coffee from the Rocket Espresso machine, everything you can need for a good cycling stay. And what time of year is best to come here? Pretty much all, all year, to be honest. I don't think there's necessarily a bad month anymore. Like December and January tends to be quite quiet, but we see strong gravel riding in October, November, and the rest of the year is a lot of road riding. Summer is quite warm, so unless you like waking up early, probably avoid summer a little bit, but like June and September, October are probably by far the best months. I'll note when you said strong gravel riding, you looked right at Exactly, me. 100%. You are the epitome of what we see in November. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the rest of the estate. So we are on 37 hectares, and it's basically an old, what was an old family estate of the Campulia family. The estate dates back to the 17th century, so 1673, and it was with the same family until 2018 when we took it over to create what we want to create is basically cycling paradise. All you need in one place out in the countryside, but close to Girona. And how many rooms do you have available here? So currently we're at eight rooms, but we'll be at 13 by April next year. So we're currently in the process, literally starting today, which is very exciting, of putting in five beautiful ensuite rooms in this main Cancampolier manor house. Partially, they'll have views over down towards the lake, onto some vineyards, but also into the courtyard and just generally over the rolling hills of, of Girona. And tell us a little bit about the village. So just on our doorstep, we have the town of Banyoles, which has a beautiful lake in it. It's where they had the rowing for the 92 Barcelona Olympics. It's a great place for like active people, for families, etc. But there's a lot of rowing. A lot of, of the British university teams come out and train here. A lot of the national teams come and train as well. But in general, just a fantastic place to be. Good quality of life and just down to earth and authentic. Amazing. And how do people find out about staying here? So if you have a look on rockercorbacycling.cc, you'll find us and you can kind of do anything from there. Or if you are enjoy climbing, just Google Rockercorba. You'll find the climb and then you'll find us and the clothing. Amazing. Thank you. Perfect. That was great. Okay, can I get your name? Hi, my name is Oscar. And Oscar, where are we standing today? Well, today we are in the, the first flagship store in the, in the world from Castelli, here in Girona. And what's the plan for the store? What are you trying to do with the community here? Well, Girona, you know, is the, the mecca for, for European cyclists, I think, all over the world. So right now, Castelli store, it's coming to be the big cycling club in Girona and, well, why not in Spain? Nice, and we, we rolled by here last night and there was a big group ride going out on the gravel. Yeah, we have almost 40 people doing the full moon ride. It was amazing, so always we keep a surprise for all the riders. We stop in a food truck in the middle of the forest with a fire, so some dinner and, and beer, so it was super fun. That's amazing. And if someone's coming to Girona to, to visit, do you have a calendar of events that they can look at? Yeah, they can, they can follow us on our Instagram and yeah, you can check. So, but every week we have a ride. So, and 2023, especially now it's coming the low season for the weather, but from February, so it's coming a lot of events. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Oscar. And congratulations on opening the new Castelli store. Yeah, big pleasure. Thanks for coming. All right. All right. Can you tell me your name and your shop? 
Matias from Rocagorba Clothing, Girona. Matias, tell us a little bit about the brand. Yeah, it's a brand. It started in 2017 in the top of the mountain of Rocagorba. It's a very famous climb here in Girona. And I decided to, to put a food truck up there and to start at the same time a clothing brand called Rocagorba. And yes, five years later, I just opened a new shop in Girona selling all my stuff, selling online, worldwide, and I'm really happy to have. What are some of the products that you sell? I sell jerseys, t-shirts, shorts, accessories, bags, mugs, bidons, a lot of things, socks, yeah. Amazing. These jerseys I see on the wall are beautiful, very colorful, very expressive. What inspires you and the, the designs? Yeah, yeah, right now I have like more or less 50 or 60 different designs and I inspired it from everywhere. My slogan is cycling apparel inspired by the road of Giro because we have so many different landscapes, so different places and always I, I have inspiration in, the, in our region. Yeah. And when is the shop opening up? I hope next Thursday it will be open. Now it's almost ready. And I have to do some things, little things, but next Thursday, big opening here in Girona, in the center. Amazing. I'm excited we got a preview. We were able to pick up some of your lovely clothing. You said you, you're available worldwide. Where can people find you on the web? Yeah, we can find in rocacorvagirona.com. We have an online shop with all the products, and we, we ship worldwide. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. So that's going to do it for this first international version of the Gravel Ride podcast. I've been talking and dreaming about international gravel travel for some time. So I was super excited to have this opportunity with Trek Travel to explore Girona with their Girona Gravel Cycling Tour. It was an amazing trip. As I said before, I highly encourage you to check it out. As Rafa mentioned, they're unveiling a whole new series of gravel adventures for 2023. So they're really leaning into this gravel travel concept. What I loved about it was that unlike a gravel event where you might be focused on simply one ride when you visit somewhere amazing, here we were able to focus on riding every single day. And there was no one ride that we needed to save ourselves for to get across the finish line. It was really about exploring as much as our legs could handle. I wasn't as fit as I had normally been when I've gone over to Europe in the in the past, but it was still an amazing trip, still an amazing experience that I highly, highly recommend. If you're interested in connecting and learning more about the trip, please visit trucktravel.com. If you're interested in pinging me, please visit The Riderships. That's www.theridership.com. If you're able to support the show, please visit buymeacoffee.com slash thegravelride or ratings and reviews are hugely appreciated. Until next time, here's to finding some dirt under your wheels. Mm-hmm.